with Adrianosaurus, the coach of Rapanorama for Supercoach purposes. The TLT round 23, uh, the penultimate finals, your prelims in your head-to-heads. It's all do or die now, so you can't leave really too much in the tank. I mean, if you're lucky, you've got lots of trades, <laughs> three or four, and you can trade this weekend, have some up your sleeve for the final. If you're someone um, at over, you know, going for overall, I'd probably recommend holding trades if you can, if you're only down to your last couple, because we've had a pretty favourable, I think, um, TLT, and I really still think there's an opportunity for some restings. Um, particularly from your Panthers. You know, if someone sews up a top four, you, you could see a resting in there. I probably would be worried mostly about Penrith players, to be honest, because they've already pretty much got that. Um, they've got the minor premiership sewn up. Um, the teams have dropped. Look, we're heading towards the end of the year, and there's probably a lot of people that have run out of trades already. I know, I know personally, lots of people that have run out. Uh, so maybe this podcast is not really interesting to you because you've got nothing you can do anyway. Um, I will cover sits and starts. It's an interesting sort of lineup of games this week. Um, and I'll look at VCs and C. So hopefully that sort of um, gives you something to listen to. We'll go through the teams. We'll kick it off with the Thursday night game. An absolute ripper. It's a grand final rematch. The Rabbits versus the Panthers. The big news for everybody is Trell. We had a bit of a groin strain in the middle of the week and had it all iced up. I've seen a little bit on the socials where he's sort of been a bit cagey, saying it's all good, guys. You know, we'll see how we go. Um, he has been named. Now, that'll be music to people's ears for sure. Um I would be a little worried on a VC for him simply because it's a groin injury. I think he, from what I heard, did it kicking. So I don't know if he'll kick goals. Um, I think he he may not kick the goals, and that's something to be wary of. Um, But he has been named. It is a Thursday game, so we can make adjustments. You will be up shit creek without a paddle if you've got no trades left. To lose somebody who can score big in the fullback position, imagine if he's a late out, it could really scroogey up these um, people who are, you know, down to zero trades. But he's named at this point in time, plan for him to be there, and I would probably be planning in my plans anyway that he won't be kicking goals. Um, Campbell Graham is back. So he's going to slot into the centres, and that's going to push Paulo out to the wing. So popular cheapie of a few weeks ago, Thompson, um, is out. I, I was probably against... I mean, I said... You could go Thompson if you were just looking for enough and you needed someone you could play for a couple of weeks because that's all he was going to get. And we knew that Campbell Graham was going to come back in, and he has. Um, so Luca Fafita is going to start, and Sela is going to go back to the bench. Um, there's your South Sydney. Over to the Panthers. Edwards is back. He's going to be into the fullback position, and that's going to push Charlie Staines to the bench. And Jennings is going to drop out of the team. Martin rolled his ankle last week. It looked like it would be a couple of weeks or whatever, but he's been named again along the Trell sort of lines. Keep an eye on it. It's a Thursday game, but he's been named. Um, And if you own him, I think, you know, he's probably... Forwards, this game's one of those sort of can they cancel each other out um, games 
But, you know, Martin, you know, maybe he's a sit candidate if you're worried that he's going to have minutes concern or you just bank on the fact that he's a forward and it shouldn't affect him as much the tougher matchup. Um, there's no Taylor May. Um, so people were thinking about, um, do you, you know, he'll be a candidate. Him and Talakai are probably the two names I hear the most of, should I get one of these bums out of my team? I'm really worried about the Panthers' edges with no Cleary there and no Luai there. Um, Taylor May on the extended bench. If he comes in late, I'm going to hold him. Um, but I, I give you a green light to sell him. He's not really pulling up numbers that are spectacular by any stretch of the imagination, and he's not been named in the starting 17 for this game. It is the Thursday game, so if he came in, you could think about it, but I wouldn't let it um, change your plans. There's not a lot of other players. Talakai's obviously, we'll get down to them. He has missed the team as well this week, so I think those two are probably good candidates. If you own both of them, uh, and you know... Uh, well, at least May's the warmer body because he's still in the extended squad. So at least something to think about. Um, but I, I really would have um, expected maybe Talakai to be back this week. I did hear a whisper that he wasn't going to be back and, um, you know, I wasn't 100% expecting May um, back. Uh, all right, so on to the Friday game, the Cows versus the Warriors. A pretty good matchup here for the Cows. Um, Felt is going to come back onto the wing. That's going to push the hammer back to the bench. Does that worry you about um, drink water getting a rest? Look, I think, um, you know, the last time that the hammer came on the field, he went out to the centres, didn't he? And I think it was Hiku or someone that came off. There's no guarantee that it's going to be drink water, particularly if drink water fires. If he's on fire in the game, there's a chance that he just holds and the hammer comes on, you know, in a super sub sort of in the middle area or something or takes one of the other spots in the team. I'll still be playing drink water personally my, myself. Um, JTB Tanua Brown is out. Um, McLean is going to start uh, and it's going to be Hess onto the bench. Um, that's the news for the cows. Um, you know, they've got um, a lot of forwards in there. I wasn't really in love with the output last week from Lolo. He is my front row, second front rower. So I'm mildly concerned about his output last week. Look, it was a very emotional week for the cows. Look, it's probably still an emotional week this week. Um, but I think they'll be all the better for you know, having a week after it. And, and, and ho hopefully Lolo gets back in you know, 50, 60 minutes because I'm a little worried. It's a, I'm just a tiny bit worried. That output was terrible last week. The Chooks' defensive line and their line speed was exceptional. Um, and look, this is the Warriors. So I could even see a pie for Jason. Tom Lolo! Uh, over to the Warriors, there's not going to be any changes. Um, the only thing I noticed in there is CHT is uh, into the extended bench, so he may come back in. I think it'll probably be Arcee or whatever that goes out of the team. Um, over to the Broncos, no changes. Big game against the Melbourne Storm. Uh, I think the Melbourne Storm have pretty good record against the Broncos uh, at home. Um, so... You know, we'll get to sits and starts. You know, there could be some worries if you for your Broncos players, maybe. I'd probably still play all my Storm guys uh, because I just think... I, I mean, I, I think the Storm are a better team than the Broncos. Storm haven't been as good... Um, uh, as the Storm have been in, in previous years, but um, I'm not convinced on the Broncos, personally. Um, we'll get to that in sits and starts. 
Um, over to the Storm, Jerome Hughes is back, and he's going to go into the halfback spot. Johns is going to go out. Um, Seve is going to lose his centre spot, and it's going to be Tonoma Pia is going to be into the centre wing. Um, there's a lot of people that are still sort of thinking about options for um, Cleary. Hughes is back, and he's he's an option. I mean, I probably I always did favour him over um, DCE personally, um, but he's back, and I don't I don't mind this Melbourne matchup against the Broncos. Um, on to the next game on the Friday. Oh, sorry, this is the first Saturday game, isn't it? Um, the Eels versus the Dogs. Moses is going to be back in halfback, so that's another halfback returning, um, and it's a really good matchup there for the Eels as well. So you could go. You could go one of those two, or Hughes or, or Moses as an option, I think. Um, so he is back, and that's Jacob Arthur out of the team. Nice and simple there with the Eels. Over to the Dogs, there's no changes. Um, but Thompson, Luke Thompson and TPJ, I have noticed, are in the reserve. So if um, they come into the team, that could be a bit of a worry for Max King. You know, obviously being a middleman, you get those one of those two or both back in. That could be the end of Max King. At least he's lasted this long and he's been quite playable, you know, all the way up to this part of the year. Um, if they don't come in, you, you can play away. Play him as much as you like if, if, if neither of those two come in. Um, over to the Sea Eagles versus the Sharks. Cooler's going to go onto the wing. He's covering Saab. Ordinarily, the, I'd say the Seagulls are going like an absolute busted and don't play um, a cooler type. He's got a lot of speed and he's on the wing. Um, I don't, I, if I personally owned Cooler, I'd still sit him <laughs> because I think the Sharks are a very good team, very good defensive team, and the Seagulls are in a, in a rabble. Um, so uh, he could be a candidate for sitting, but he, he's going to go off to the wing. Harper is back. He's going to go into the centers to cover um, Cooler, who's out to the wing. Um, Walker is going to go into lock, covering Gerbo, who's, you know, busted his hand. He's going to be out for the rest of the year. Um, and Bullymore is going to come in onto the bench. Uh, over to the Sharks, Rudolph is out. He did that splits and hurt himself last week. Um, so Hamlin Ueli is going to start in the front row um, and Fafita is going to come in on the bench. We've got no Talakai. Talakai is not back this week. He's not in the extended, so there's no Talakai this round for anybody wondering whether you've had enough and should you move on Talakai. <laughs> I think it's gone through a lot of people's heads and they've done it um, a lot as well. Um, but he's not in the team. It's going to be Tracy and Moylan back into the team, which is quite Big news. So Ikevalu and Trindle are going to jump out of that team altogether. So I think that that's even stronger. I think that the Sharks have looked a little smellier in attack without Moylan there personally. Um, and hopefully, I mean, look, Moylan's a hog, yeah, but he can, he'll do a cutout or something, you know, for a Mulatalo or something, hopefully. Um, but big news, I mean, not big news, but you, we, if, you know, for the depth of your team, either a May or a Talakai, neither of them are back this week. Um, oh, over to the next game, excuse me, it's going to be the Chooks versus the Tigers. A very good matchup for the Chooks, obviously, um, at the SCG. 
and there's no changes. Um, this is a, a one where you could probably see a lot of captaincy options come out of this game and, you know, players, you know, if you're moving on a Talakai or a, um, a May, you could do worse than go on a Joseph Sawali for this game here alone because he, he's actually getting better at a rate of knots. And I can see him getting over for three bloody four tries this week and tunning up, you know. So, um, you know, it's a good matchup for the Chooks, no changes. Um, over to the Tigers, Mamalo's going to be back onto the wing. Um, so Toa is going to go out to the centres and Jimmy the Jet is out of the team. Um, Seifarth is going to go onto the bench and Peachy is going to be gone. Um Moving on to the Dragons versus the Titans. No changes in the Dragons. I mean, if it ain't broke, don't... <laughs> oh, that's right. It is broke. Make some changes, you know, for goodness sakes. Um, anyway, no changes. Over to the Titans. It's simple. Um, Tino is back in the front row, taking his three runs a uh, set. Uh, and Wallace is going to jump out of the team. Uh, over to the Knights versus the Raiders. It's been in a rough old week for the Knights, hasn't it? Um... Well, you've also lost Best and Tuala for disciplinary reasons. So it's going to be Lee out onto the wing and Mappa Palangi is going to go into the centre wing. So obviously that's a debut, I think. So congratulations to the kid. Um, Clemmer is back in the front row and Jacob Saifidi is going to go into lock, um, which sees Sue out of the team. Um, I think Croker is going to come in onto the bench from what I can see there. Uh, over to the Raiders, big news um, for a popular player in Tuppany. He's back. I knew Big Taps it was going to be back. He's a, a weapon of a, a bloke. He's tough as nails. I don't think you should sell him because uh, this is a very good matchup and I think you're going to see the best of Tuppany. Sure, it is a pain management thing, but the week off will have done him good and I wouldn't be... I mean, I, there's got to be better people for you to sell, hasn't there? So I've been getting a lot of questions to the socials, Tuppany to who, and I've been like, don't sell Tuppany. He's going to be named, and he is. Um, Gula's going to go back to the bench. Sutton's going to jump out of the team altogether. Kotrick's going to jump onto the wing because he served his suspension and Hopawadi. He's done a pretty sound job filling in. He's going to jump out of the team altogether. So that's the team's... Pretty much the big news is Trell is named um, that, you know, May and Talakai have missed. We've got a couple of, you know, big name halfbacks in Moses and Hughes um, coming back into the teams as well. So um, I guess that's the big news. Probably Martin as well. I thought he was gone for all money for this week, but he's been named as well. So those are probably the biggest ones to note. Um, Tino back as well. He's probably pretty well owned he was only out for baby duty and stuff, so I was expecting him back this week anyway. Um, we'll go over to the most bought and sold for those lucky people that still have trades left, and I'll give you my two cents on those. Might as well kick off uh, bought and sold with my team because I get questions a lot to the socials. How am I travelling? Um, I'm sitting at 190 uh, for rank, which is pretty good. I've got one trade up my sleeve for finals or for the final round when there's a resting. I mean, I'm sure if there's five rested, there's nothing much I can do, but at least I'll have a trade there to do something. Um, it's a good rank because over the years, probably my biggest failing, because I play a lot of head-to-head. -head. I'm, I'm probably mostly a head-to-head -head player. Um, but obviously I've been, you know, become a podcast and I'm doing a little bit more with overall. So I've tried to have my cake and eat it too for a couple of years now. And I've always 
fallen away at the end of the year for overall because I want to win my cash leagues, and I'm in a bunch of them. Um, luckily, I'm still alive in seven, I think, and I'm uh, in prelims this week, which is good. I'm in the hunt for the money. I'm in the hunt to win my leagues, um, and I still have a rank of 190 for the year, which is means I probably balanced well, um, you know, the overall and the head-to-head. I've always been a... a, a you know, a believer that if you do well in overall, you'll do well in head-to-heads. But in a perfect world, I would have had a few more trades left, you know, than I do now. But um, look, that's my rank for the year. We'll go over and we'll have a look at the uh, the most bought and sold for this week. Um, I imagine we're probably going to see some of those names like Yamaze and Telekai's again. They've they featured heavily, you know, in previous weeks, but not being named this week. That's going to you know, push people's hand big time. So let's have a look at it. We'll kick it off with the traded out. Um, number one on the list is Taylor May. Um, look, it makes a lot of sense to me. 8.5% of people, I think we were trying to hold Taylor May, us Taylor May owners, um, you know, not so much, uh, you know, not because he's been setting the world alight. We've just been looking forward to that New Zealand Warriors game in round 24. Now that's next round. Um Look, I don't, yeah, I mean, I can't blame anyone for selling him. You could go get him off to, you know, a Sawali or someone who's got a beautiful matchup this week. Um, you know, so I, I, I get it. He, he's not in the 17 this week. That would have been the only thing that would have maybe tempted people to hold. Number two on the list is Joseph Tuppany, 4.1% of people, and I couldn't disagree. Oh, pardon me. I couldn't disagree with this anymore. He is back and let's have a look at his scores his last you know we'll forget take out the injury game uh the five before that 82 94 74 73 113 he is an absolute gun 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 player you don't sell him he's named i'm sure that number will change (laughs) <laughs> and if it doesn't, you're all lunatics. Number three on the list is uh, Talakai, 4%. Makes sense. He's not even in the extended squad this week. Um, look, uh, I these you know if, if I'm low on trades, which I am, um, I don't have the luxury to move on Talakai and May. I might have the luxury to move on one, but I've also got Cleary. So I'm pretty much resigned to the fact that I'm going to hold Talakai and May they get 40s and 50s, so they're not really an auto-emergency nightmare-type score. And I don't know if I'll be playing them, you know, at any stage. Look, if Talakai came back in next week, they're playing the Bulldogs, I could maybe you know, be convinced to play him. And maybe I could be convinced to play him against the Knights in round 25. Um, so it's just a bit of depth, and I haven't got the luxury of the trades to move him on. And if I did have the trades, Taylor May and Teleco. This could be if you were someone that held trades and you can be making these moves now, like a Teleco onto a Suwali, who, who I'm tipping will turn up this week. You know, you are putting yourself in a position of advantage to those of us who have no choice but to hold them because we're low. Um, number four on the list is Jacob Karaz. Um, mate, it's been a roller coaster of up and ups and downs with Karaz, hasn't it? His last five weeks has been a 45, a 53, a 144, a 41, and then last week a 24. Um, and that's it. So, f- you know, you in the center wing, we've been getting a lot of 40s. That's a Talakai and a Molotalo. You know, Val has even been pretty average the last couple of weeks. That's okay, but the 24 is no good. Um, this matchup this week isn't the best for them as well against Parramatta. 
and I wouldn't be playing him if I had him. So I can understand people moving him on. Um, number five on the list is Targo. I don't agree with this one. Um, you know, I probably agree with May. I agree with Talakai. But if you look at um, To'o, yeah. I mean, if you look at, sorry, um, Targo, he finished on a 51 last week, which was pretty good um, against Melbourne Storm. Yeah, he had the 36 the week before against the Raiders. But oh, look at his last five weeks, 82, 65, 71, 36, 51. There's only one score in there that you'd be ashamed of. Um, and, you know, I, I really think um, out of all the options, I'd probably even be tempted to sell To'o. I know it sounds like blasphemy to sell To'o, but I'd prefer to hold Targo, who seems to be have a bit more of a better base, and he goes looking for work, I guess, a little bit more, which is weird because Toto's that's his bloody bread and butter. But I would be tempted to hold him and sell sell Talakai, sell May, you know, sell To'o. Because <laughs> he's on the right side. At least on the left side, Tago is next to Kikau, and he's going to be a target. The ball will get out more that side than it will over the right side. Um... Number six on the list is Jason Saab. We don't have to... I mean, I can't believe that many people own him. 2.4% selling him. He's got the uh, ACL, which is fair enough. Um, Daily Cherry Evans, 2.2% selling him. Um, they're obviously not people who are holding on to Cleary like me. Um, look, he's been an absolute busted. He's, the Manly Seagulls are cooked. His last five weeks, 111. Oh, that would be juicy, wouldn't it? 31, 46, 32, 28. The last four weeks has been disgusting for Supercoach. Absolutely disgusting. Um, look... What I will say on DCE is he has the ability to go 100. Maybe I don't play him this week against the Sharks. It's at four pines, so maybe I would. I'd still have DCE and play him this week. I'd play him in the in the final there. I mean, it is at GIO, I guess, against the Raiders. Round 25, it's against the Bulldogs. Um, I just think, um, you know, this... There's a quality. I guess that's why people don't want to sell Tor because of his pedigree in the past. And DC has been a very good super coach player. He's always finished the year really well. And it's weird that he's been doing so poor. I mean, based on his recent output, you know, I just kind of think um, even if you had him there and you could save him for that, uh, you know, again, if you needed him where there was mass restings, is there someone else that you can sell? Because he's only worth 493200 I'd probably be, you know, if TPJ and Thompson come into that team, I'd sell Max King. You know what I mean? Because he's once they come in, you think there's got to be way less minutes. He's going to probably drop down to 30 to 40 minutes, Max King. Whereas if you hold someone like DCE, he's got 100 in him. And if you get him on the right matchup, if you, that's the hard thing to pick, but you, you may get a good score out of him. Um, but, you know, each to their own. And people are selling him, oh, I'd like to see on the traded ins. Who's a halfback that people are bringing in? Uh, probably Adam Reynolds after his ton last week. But he's going up against the Melbourne Storm this week. Um, number eight on the list is Jason Tamalolo. Yeah, look, um, it's I don't want to do trades in the front row personally. Um, the only one I'd want that I don't have is Tuppany. He is under an injury cloud for sure. Um, and look, he, he if it's not to him, who is it to? Um, 45 last week, but look, the scores before that, 56, 75, 76, 55, 45, a couple of 70s in there. What was his minutes last week? 50. So the minutes were the same. The Roosters just did a good job on him. It's the New Zealand Warriors this week, um, then South and Penrith to finish the year. Yeah, I mean, this game is, you know, there's a potential for him to go large, but... 
Oh, let's have a look. Let's see who people are bringing in. I hope it's not a front rower. And if it is a front rower, it better be Tapani, which is ballsy because he's been out injured. Um, I don't know. So DCE, I can't really get around. And I think it's a bit luxury in the front row to be trading out Tom Malolo. Uh, number nine on the list is Jerome Hughes. He's been named. Um, why the heck are you selling? Uh, why are you selling Jerome Hughes? He hasn't been the greatest. Uh, his last five weeks have been, you know, a fifty-six, a fifty-five, a fifty-three, a seventy-eight, and a thirty-three, which isn't fantastic. Um, you know, Broncos Roosters Eels isn't the easiest run home either. He's, I mean, he's just been named, come back. So maybe people didn't get a hold of the news that he's out, uh, that he's back, sorry. Um, so, yeah. Look, number 10 on the list makes sense, Nathan Cleary. He's gone for the rest of Supercoach, um, and people are moving him on at the moment. A lot of halfbacks in this uh, list. Daly Cherry Evans, Jerome Hughes, Nathan Cleary. will hold Daly Cherry Evans and hold Jerome Hughes, sell Nathan Cleary. And I'd probably, oh, I don't know, I guess... Um, You'd, you could be making a decision between Daly Cherry Evans and Jerome Hughes. I don't know who I'd probably lean towards, uh, you know, Jerome Hughes, maybe just because of this matchup against the Broncos. Uh, let's have a look at the most traded in. Uh, number one on the list is Cameron Murray. Maybe that's what people are doing with uh, Lolo, with Jules, getting in Cameron Murray, who's been really good. He has got back to his best in recent weeks. Um, look, it isn't the easiest matchup, obviously, against uh, the Penrith Panthers, but his last five weeks have looked really good. 53-69-83-130, and then an 89 last week against Parramatta. He's got Penrith this week. It's not going to affect him as much, the hard uh, opposition, and then he goes into North Queensland and Roosters to finish the year. Um, look, you know, I don't mind it. I think the draw matters to him. He's an absolute premium in the second row forward. Bring him in. Um, number two on the list is Isaac Thompson. Well, he's a genuine enough this week because he's out of the team. So people are probably using a couple of trades, one for an upgrade and one down to enough. I can understand it. Number three on the list is Ruben Cotter. He's been back for a couple of weeks now, hasn't he? Um, look, it was a 55 and then into a 71 last week. He was back to his good best stuff. It was only 57 minutes as well. He's in the prop position. It's a very good matchup this week against the New Zealand Warriors. Look, he hasn't got a ton this year. What's his highest score? 89. You know, so uh, I, I don't think he's a ceiling player. I mean, how much is he? 518. If you had an extra 170,000, I'd get Cameron Murray um, or, or Sean Lane if you don't already have him. But you, you could do worse than grabbing Cotter against the New Zealand Warriors, I'll tell you that much. Number four on the list, I don't mind this one, Joseph Sawali. Look, you play him on matchups, and this is a matchup. This is the matchup for it. He's only costing you 529000 so people are selling May and Telekai and bringing in Joseph Sawali. I think you play him with confidence this week. The last two weeks have been good, a 70 and a 74, but let's have a look at his last five weeks. 50, 116, 27, 70, 74. Um, the one that we didn't like was the 27. Um, the Broncos in North Queensland, he's been good, and he's looking great, to be honest. Uh, West Tigers into a Melbourne and South. You might have to think about whether you want to play them uh, in those two hard games to end the year. But as a play for this week, while you're in your prelim finals, 
Um, I really like it. If you had multiple trades, and I mean, look, I think you have to prioritize um, halfback money, I guess, or you could just keep running Hines and you could upgrade there and expect a ton out of um, Joseph Sawali. But I just think this is the only game you'd want to play him in, probably. Um, but I, I get it. I totally get it. 3.1% of people doing it. Um, on to Alex Johnston. He's next on the list, number five. 2.9% bringing him in. Look, it's a hard matchup, I guess. Um, but he is on the back of their back line, and he's going to score tries. His last five weeks, 97, 82, 64, 55, and 80. None of it's bad. None of it is bad. Um, so... He's going to get multiple tries most games, the way that they play and they attack. Um, if, say, Latrell was a late out, uh, I'd be a little bit nervous about bringing in Alex Johnston. But because he's named, um, you know, I reckon it's not the worst. It's just, you know, against the Panthers and all, but he's, you know, in those last five weeks, none of it's bad. Ruben Garrick is the next one, 621,700. He has been good. Um, look, we've look at his last five scores: a one twenty-two, a forty-eight, a forty-seven. But in the last couple of weeks, seventy-four and eighty-one. He's back up to his best. The run home isn't the worst. Um, that's why I was a bit iffy about selling DCE. They got the Sharks this week, which is a bit of a hard game. But look, he kicks goals and he's in the fullback position. Uh, and then you go into the Canberra Raiders and the Bulldogs to finish, and I don't mind it. Um, Garrick's just such a trier, and he's involved in everything, so I don't mind it at all. Um, number seven on the list is Munster. It makes absolute sense if you don't have him to bring him in. Um, the last five weeks, 81, 62, 74, 147, and then a 76 last week against the Penrith Panthers. He'll be all the better this week, I think, with Hughes back as well. I mean, is he, is he, where was he? Is he named in the six? I don't know. I'll have a look. Because um, Meany's there, so he was named in the six, but then played fullback. But I, I don't know if he's going to play fullback. It's really nice if he does, but you're obviously going to bring him in and he's going to score well nevertheless. Number eight on the list is Latrell Mitchell. Um, he's got a bit of a injury cloud over him. He's playing against the Premiers of last year. Um, and I... Oh, pardon me. <coughs> oh, Ada's dying here on the on the program. Oh, just a little drink. Um, look, he's up against the, the, the reigning Premiers. Bit of a groin injury. I'd be really worried about him kicking goals. But look, the last five weeks... Has been terrific. 136, 99, 52, 152, 115. A guy who's tunned up three out of the last five weeks, or basically four, because it was a 99. Look, um, I think you probably want him, uh, but, you know, uh, it is a worry about the groin, and, you know, he's up against the Penrith Panthers. Um, Joseph Manu, number nine on the list. Look, Joey Manu has not been as good um, in recent weeks. Um, his last. Well, yeah, well, let's have a look at his last five. 97, 191, 101, all of that's beautiful. The last two weeks has been a 48 and a 52. So, look, you're going off the last two weeks. It's not great, but it is a very good matchup this week. And he is a gun. We just, us people who own him are like, come on, Joey, get involved, mate. Um, because the last two weeks haven't been great. Number 10 on the list is Val Holmes. People are just getting these finish off the team, you know, um, players. And Val has been pretty average as well the last couple of weeks. 86, 119, 89. Like Manu, three very good scores in a row. Then the last couple of weeks has been a 37 and a 36. New Zealand Warriors is a very good matchup. I really, th- you know, Suwali will go large this week and so will Val. And if you're in a head-to-head and one of those, you're up against someone who owns Suwali, 
uh, or owns Val, I think you're probably concerned. Um, I think so. You know, I, I, I really. But look, you go into Souths and, and Penrith to finish the year, but you're in your final. You know, so um, look, I understand it because he is a very quality player, and it's a very good matchup for them this week. Um, Sitting starts. Look, as far as sit, um, you know, you can consider those usual suspects for um, Panthers versus Bunnings. They are very good teams. I think they're both going to be heavyweights this year for the competition. Um, and with no um, Luai Cleary in there, do you think about sitting maybe a Targo or a To'o? Um, and over on the other side with the Rabbitohs, if you own a Tass, do you sit him? I think it could be a good idea. Um, you know, particularly because they're such a good defensive unit, the old um, Penrith Panthers. I'll probably because I'm I'm gonna have to hold Talakai in May most likely I could trade down there but um, so I'll probably be playing Toto and Targo maybe I could probably have the luxury of sitting one and if I was it'd probably be Toto I'm afraid um, over to the Broncos you you know they're playing against the Melbourne Storm a very good record against them yes I'd probably still play Cobo um, of course I'd still play Hass of course I'd still play A Ray if I was a Stags owner. I wouldn't play him. He's been rubbish this year, really rubbish. I think he got jibbed last week hard. He went from 60 to 30, but I just I wouldn't play him. I would not play him this week against the Melbourne Storm. Um, oh, look, you know, you could and hope that they have some def- – I mean, they've moved Seve out and they brought in young Tonomapia, who's pretty – he was good last time I saw him. You know, it was his first game in a whole bunch of time, but he was good. Um, the dogs, if you know, I see Karaz there on the um, most sold, and I would probably sit him. Uh, he has got a ceiling on him, but you know, we looked at his scores over five weeks, and there was that one sort of good one in there. I would not be playing him this week in that matchup against the Eels. Um, over to the Sea Eagles, do you play cooler? He's onto the wing, and with that kind of speed, you could do worse, I think, than take a punt on Cooler, but hopefully you've got four decent enough options in there. Would you rather play um, To'o against the Rabbitohs um, or would you rather play um, old mate uh, Cooler against the Sharks? I mean, I'd probably not want to go up against the Sharks' defence. They're a good defensive unit, the Sharks, so um, yeah, well, you take of that as you will. Um, as far as starts go, you start your cows. It's a very good matchup. You start your eels. It's a very you could even if you're a Panasini player uh, uh, owner. Um, I think against the dogs, he could get some joy out there. Possibly chooks. Obviously, you're going to want to play all of your chooks. Your dragons. I think against the knights are fine enough to play. I think your titans are fine enough to play as well. Um, and obviously, I, I've said I think the Storm have got a pretty good record against the Broncos, so I'd happily play all of them like your coats and stuff, and obviously you're going to play Harry Grant and Munster and all these other premiums as well. Um, that's pretty much it for me. Oh, VCs and Cs. Look, I think a VC, you could take the cows in that nice matchup against the Warriors. There's got to be, see these players like Val and Drinkwater who have big, big ceilings on them. They can get you to a VC score that you'd like. And those are the two names that come to mind. Um, over on the uh, Storm, it's obviously Munster for me, if you happen to be a Hughes owner. But first game back from injury, I don't know if I'd love it. But Munster could go big in these big games against the Broncos. He loves playing against the Broncos. Uh, and also Brown, 
Um, Gutho and Moses, obviously that Eels match up against the Dogs, it's a rivalry. Um, you know, maybe not Moses. Moses, Moses you know, absolutely large. And it's only a thumb or finger, isn't it? So he's, he's probably going to be fine enough, you think, out there. Um, Gutho and Brown as well. I don't know if Gutho can quite go as high, you know, as, as all that. But he did do a one something, 130 or whatever the other week, didn't he? So those are the names I like for VCs. Um, for my Cs, I don't mind Nico. I'm not a big fan of Nico away, personally. But he never really ever scores too bad at all. He could be a safe pick. Um, and you could be banking on the fact that the Seagulls are an absolute mess. Um, I don't know if I'm going to do it this week um, because there's an absolute ripping matchup there against um, the Tigers for your Chooks players. So Manu and Teddy, I think, are going to be a captain. I think that allows you then um, to go in and VC from all the games you like in there. Um you know, in the lead-up. Uh, I think that that's the way I'm going to go. I don't know who I'm going to VC um, no, exclusively. I just don't know. I think I like the look of maybe a Cowboy, maybe, um, oh, what do I, yeah, probably maybe a Cowboy or a Melbourne Storm for a VC, uh, I think. Um, I don't think I'll pick out of the South Penrith game for me. So if Latrell turns up, I don't know if I'd be ballsy enough to captain him. Uh, look, hopefully that was half decent, half listenable, and it was uh, half use- useful. Um, we'll talk to you on Sunday night, and we can cover how Ado's done in all of his uh, prelims and how many finals I'm going into. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. There's a request, a bit of beastie, boys. I'm doing this in one take. Kick it! You wake up late for school, man, you don't want to go. You ask your mom, please, but she still says no. You miss two classes and no homework But your teacher preaches class like you're some kind of jerk You gotta fight for your right to party Your pops caught you smoking and he said no way That hypocrite smokes two packs a day Man, living at home is such a drag Now your mom threw away your best porno mag You gotta fight for your right to you out of my home if you don't cut that hair. 
Your mom busted in and said, what's that noise? Oh, mom, you're just jealous, it's the Beastie Boys. You gotta fight for your right to party. You gotta fight for your right to party.